0: Welcome to And That's How We See It. My name is Sarah. And my name is Cindy. Did <laughs> you say it like that? I don't know. I just felt <laughs> okay. Like it. Um this one's kind of a, a seedy, uh, pedophilish, <gasps> nasty show. I just thought You would uh, do a like, creepy voice? Yes. <laughs> okay, okay. Um I'm not a pedophile we're gonna- I'm gonna go ahead and put the trigger warning in, but I'll re-trigger you- I'll re-put the trigger warning in later for when we talk about the serious story. Well, all of these are serious stories, I should say. Um, there- we're gonna talk about multiple different things in this one. Um, try to change it up a little bit, because there's been some updates about some stuff that we've already talked about that are kind of important. Um, There was an update on the David Dobrik situation. Um, If you didn't know, we already talked about them. You should listen to that because you should listen to it. Um, There's a lot of stuff in it. But um, recently, uh, Jeff Wittick um, has made a documentary talking about David Dobrik and how he is the reason, ultimately the reason for him getting in an accident. A serious, a very serious accident. accident. Um. So, basically, uh, by the way, I watched the documentary and I watched other videos talking about this, and I I've read articles on this. Um, Jeff basically, David wanted to come do his comeback to YouTube because they had been taking a break during the pandemic. And, um, he wanted to make it really big and have a bunch of stunts and stuff like that and and all of these... Glorious. Yeah, he wanted to make it awesome. Okay. Um, and so he got, um, there was three of them. Natalie, Jeff, and then I'm failing to remember the other guy but he's really not that important to the story. Um, to do some skydiving. Um, he they had to get their skydiving license so they had to jump 25 times. Wow. Um that's a lot. Yeah. So and David didn't even show up. He wasn't even there for it. Um Did they film it? Yes, they filmed everything. Um and um you know, Jeff was super pumped about it. He he enjoyed it. They all volunteered, but watching him during the documentary talk about how He was actually terrified and you know, he said, yeah, I want to do this. Like he was telling one of the instructors, like, yeah, I want to do this. But you can tell, you can tell that he was only doing it because David said to do it. Like it wasn't really his choice. Like he might have wanted to do it, but like it was really David pure pressuring him into doing the skydiving stuff. So he was afraid of heights or something? He was terrified of heights. Uh, and death—that's his oh. two big <laughs> things. Well, there um, you go. Know. That's hand. In and hand. Natalie was only doing it. Natalie's the girl who's his assistant, best friend, girl. Yeah. Um, I wasn't sure if you remembered, but um, she was only doing it to get a week off of work. Oh my so god. So it was like these people didn't really want to do this this skydiving stunt. That was, you know that one was up to par because there was like there was instructors and they had safety crews and stuff like that like they even had to film their will and testament oh wow (laughs) they make you do that before you do skydiving so that if you do die all of your money doesn't get seized by the bank i guess ah gotcha gotcha that makes Um, sense i guess yeah But it's also, like, scary when someone's saying, all right, you're about to jump out of this plane now, in the event of your death. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, But, and so they had to cut their trip short, the skydiving trip short, and go to, I believe it was North Carolina? Or, no, it was Utah. Sorry, Utah. um, To film this other stunt that didn't have a stunt coordinator or even a medic nearby. Neither one was present. And this man's a millionaire. Yes, all of these people who had a manager, a press, a press lady, I guess, was there. You know, there was about fifteen. I want to give or take fifteen people there, but none of them were a stunt coordinator or anything. Wow. So basically, they had this, um, the claw digger thingies, excavator. Excavator. (laughs) I don't know anything about, like, (laughs) construction. But, um... She's digging with her hands. (laughs) But, um, basically, they had an excavator in uh, this lake, and the lake was only about a a foot deep. Oh, that's safe. And they were, they had, um, I believe the guy's name is Noel. I don't watch any of the vlog squad, so I don't know any of their names, (laughs) Noel and then this other guy um, got on they were doing weight and stuff like that you know uh, David was driving the excavator and he was swinging it around the lake and they were like on these inner oh tubes stuff. and stuff and they were going like they were going pretty fast but not as fast as what was about to happen and YouTube actually took down Jeff's video and they took down um, pre- they are taking down pretty much anyone who showing re-uploading the video because it's just so graphic oh wow the uncensored and un- uncensored version is just so it's bad wow. so first um that girl Corinna, she gets on it and they've just got this rope because they wanted karenna can i just say <laughs> I that know. everything that i know about this poor girl she's always like but also they're, they're always handsy like- handsy on her there's always She's always in the middle of everything. Well, she has her fair share of scandals as well, too. So, I mean, but yeah, yeah, You, she, I feel bad for her. So they had, they tied a rope to it, to the claw part of it. Oh, my and God. And decided they were going to swing around, like, rotate around. And it was, like, this beautiful mountain range. And the shot looked really awesome. But the rope slipped. And <sighs> you can see her in the video literally fall, like, an oh inch. Oh, my God. And she's like, David, put me down. You always do this. You don't care about... Basically, it's like saying, like, you don't care about anyone. You you take it too far sometimes. She says that. You can hear her say, you take it too far sometimes. And then she gets off of it. And Jeff, his voiceover comes on in the documentary. And he says, I just did skydiving. So what's the worst thing that could happen to me? And he gets on the rope. And David lifts him over the... Lake and he's like, you know, I forgot in that moment that the biggest idiot I know is driving. Oh no! And so he starts swinging him up, and he's probably like a good ten, if not fifteen feet above the ground. Oh in the, the lake's in a foot deep. Oh, um, so like barely. Die. Well, apparently, barely ankle-deep.
1: Uh, but he almost
0: died. So basically, the, something malfunctions with the thing, and Jeff basically slams dead straight into the claw and then falls into the water. But his foot is still wrapped around the rope. So his face, his whole head is dangling into the water. Oh my and God. It, he was left like that until they could all they, they all they saw him go down, and you can just see all of these people just running to Jeff to try to get him and they were saying his whole face on the one side on his left side was just open oh my and it was like they couldn't stop the bleeding and he almost could have he could have bled to death yeah but he basically had he suffered injuries to his eye he almost lost he still has trouble seeing and has brain damage well i hope this idiot has paid for he he did uh, david um he uh jeff said that david is paying for his medical bills but the doctor the um reconstructive doctor and the brain doctor that he's working with um is doing it for free basically so that they could spread awareness about um uh brain damage and things like that and so, I mean, I guess that's kind of a good thing. Like, he's spreading awareness about, like, you know, you shouldn't. And that's what the po- no, podcast, the documentary is called is Don't Try This at Home. Yeah. Um, but the problem that people had with it was it seemed like David just put his friends in this situation. And because, see, he was driving the excavator with one hand and had a vlog camera in the other oh my god of and course. as like you can even hear him as karenna is going around and you can see her like go down a bit he's laughing like he's oh living his best truth right now in that moment in that video does he have a license to drive that mm, that is unclear um i'm pretty sure not I think someone Um, needs to. Nobody, as to, uh, I've never, from everything that I've seen and read, I've never seen anyone talk about how he even got the excavator into the lake. They just show the lake and the excavator. And Jeff says that he has no hard feelings towards towards David. Um. Why? Why would he not? I mean, this guy's ruined your face. Well, well, I mean, it's it's fixed now. I mean, you you can't really even tell that he even had an accident now. Well, that's Um, good. But, in my opinion, I think the reason why he's okay with it and he's willing to forgive David is, one, if he tries to go after David, David has a lot more money than Jeff does and a lot more standing than Jeff does. Because Jeff has a criminal background and people are going to be more apt to believe in David and he'll probably win that lawsuit. I don't think so. But, and then second, from watching the documentary, Jeff has always sided with adult, older guys or guys who are not good for him. He is kind of like, you can tell he never really cared about himself and he, like his family background, they were kind of poor in New York. And yeah. you can tell that, you know, he, you know, he even says he went to jail multiple times for selling drugs and continued to do it. Like, he, some, he self-sabotaged, as you can see. Yeah. yeah. That he, um, he sides with people who aren't good for him. Yeah. And, and I, th- I think that psychologically he, it's kind of like almost Stockholm uh, syndrome. I think all of the vlog well, squad have a bit of Stockholm with David, yeah. and they're willing to forgive him for things because he doesn't want to go back to being a drug dealer. Yeah, and he doesn't want to be poor again. Why? Yeah. Or in jail again. Why would he so, ruin a good thing, I guess? I think subconsciously, that, that's just my opinion. That's just, you know. Well, I mean, you can only go so far. This this guy is, in my opinion, a jerk and an asshole. Who, Jeff or David? David. Oh. And everybody that works for him ends up being like that because he gets broken people like Jeff. Yeah, oh yeah, he, because, get, he finds people who are so easy to manipulate. Yeah. Jeff even says the first video that he was with David in He was hanging out with two of their mutual friends, and, um, David came over and then found out that, uh, Jeff had a criminal background, and one of the, I think the very first video they were in is they stole a car. It it was like, like, they had somebody report it stolen, but they didn't actually steal it, I don't think. I didn't watch the video, but I, I know of this video. And he got Jeff to drive. Oh, great. And so when they got pulled over by the cop the cop was like this is a stolen vehicle and you have a criminal background and so you could tell from day one he wanted to use the fact that jeff is a wild card exactly like he used dom for his, his perviness Herviness and uh the other guy I cannot remember his name uh the with oh, the oh, and, oh um, and the n-word yeah seth all that stuff. He he gets people like that, and he uses their their inability yeah. to
1: and, and to then his he turns advantage. it around on
0: them and makes it makes them feel as if they are are bad because yeah. they um. Oh, you're you're just awful because you won't let me call you the N word. It's awful like, because you don't think it's funny. Oh my funny. gosh, you're hurting my feelings. You know? Like, oh my gosh, what's wrong with you? I mean, this is, you know, he he needs to be. If I was Jeff, I would be prosecuting. Yeah. Um, just because, if not prosecute, if he doesn't prosecute him, I don't think he should ever be friends with him. He got to, he got David to be in the documentary. Are you talking serious? about it? They're all laughing, really, like like uh, not laughing at the fact that Jeff got hurt, but like laughing at like this was such a dumb idea. Why do we do this? Oh my God! Yeah, well, Jeff well, again, still stands by him. Then I guess he deserves. What he gets? But he, if that's if not he what people want are mad change, at. then you know, I mean, he seems like a decent kid in a bad situation i feel like he chooses you know chooses the bad subconsciously at least um but you get what i mean he subconsciously chooses this chaotic life yeah and but as long as as long as jeff allows him allows david to be so destructive with him then he's going to keep on doing it he's right. going to think oh well he let me do this let me see if i can do this yeah cuz david goldberg seems like a person who
1: like, well, oh, I got
0: away with it the first time. Let's yeah. see how far I can push your button. Yeah, he's like a two year old. You know, that two year old who who says, Well, I, I tore up the, my bedroom this time. Let me see if I can, you know, go in there and set so the house on fire. <laughs> Let me go destroy the kitchen. You know, it's like, No, no. He just seems like a two year old baby yeah. who wants. A lot of attention and a lot... I mean, I have a dog like that. Yeah. Beans is sitting here right now <laughs> about to scream because we're talking to one another and not about her. But, you know, it it just seems like this little boy is a good kid. He's... You said he had a lot of followers, right? Who? Uh, Jeff? Jeff? He has... Two, I think it said, um... As of when I checked, he had 2.9... 2.92 million? See, almost th- three hundred. Oh, well, a lot. Like three million? Yeah. Or something like that. Don't know the one where my brain was going. <laughs> but you know, three million people like him, yeah. like his content. So. Well, because he's you know, kind of real about it. Like he's not super um, afraid to to admit. Yeah, he he dealt cocaine. Well, see. You know, like people, people like honesty. He's honest about his past. He's not trying to cover up the fact that he's... And I, I, I don't like Jeff. Well, no. because but, I mean, he he's, doesn't... He's He sides with... About the whole uh, Hannah situation. Oh, yeah. Um, he says that he didn't... He was the one that said, Oh, I didn't buy the alcohol for um. the girl. So... I think that he's, you know, I I don't think he's a great role model for people, but he definitely didn't deserve to have his life changed. That explains a lot because he can say... David's got some leverage over him. Yeah, David's got some dirt on him and he's got some dirt on David. So they're going to, one hand washes the other's back sort of situation. All right. Okay, but that's basically the David Dobrik update. Um, I'll be interested to know if he's being pro- if he's being prosecuted. He'll be prosecuted or anything like that. Yeah. Pretty sure not. But yeah. I know that they're still uh, investigating oh, no. the okay. Hannah situation. Yeah, and all that. Um, next is Jake Paul. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> um there Which is worse, Jake Paul or David Dobrik? You know what? I don't know. <laughs> That's a really tough debate. Um they're both equally uh discussed. D-bags in my opinion. Um so Jake Paul basically this is girl, she's a she's famous on TikTok, but she has a YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. Um she has like a lot of TikTok followers. I don't know the exact amount, but like in the millions. Wow. She's like, up there, I would consider her to be up there next to, like, Charlie and Dixie D'Amelio. She's really popular, but she said uh, her name's, uh, Justine Paradise. Oh, that's pretty. Yes, it's very pretty. Um, and, um, basically, she came out with a video, and she usually comes out with really, um, like, kind of, like, cutesy, funny, fun kind of videos. Like, she did a whole series about living in her camper van and stuff like that. Um, but she made a video, and it said uh, the title is like um, "Trigger Warning." Jake Paul's essayed me. Oh my! And so basically, she was friends with some people who knew Team Ten. Okay. And was invited to the Team Ten house, and she was like, "Yeah, I'll, I'll go um, to the to the Team Ten house, and I'll hang out." And they were hanging out and she said that, um, the whole time, nothing really happened. Uh, they went, she said she she believes that she roughly went around there about six, five or six times to the house. And, um, the whole time, like, you know, when he finally asked her for her number, for her number and he would text her in the room when she's in the room with him, basically. And, like... Oh, my God. I hate people like, like she was, like... It was, like, a... She thought that maybe he was, like, just really, really awkward. Because, like, people always give him what he wants. So, like, he didn't know... He wouldn't, like... Because he was so famous. She really didn't know that much about Jake Paul before yeah. going into this situation. She says otherwise she probably wouldn't have hung out with him. Yeah. So much. Um, but... Basically, you know, he... He would do, like, middle school boy like oh my god like text her to come up to his room to co- to come into the room and then text her instead of actually talking to her and like she would try to make conversation with him and he would just like yeah like make like one-sided comments kind of oh my god so basically they there was So he didn't want his friends to know that he was talking to her well she said that he was just really awkward and wouldn't really talk to anyone oh Like, he would just walk around the room, really. (laughs) And, like, just be really uncomfortable. Um, and so basically, there was a- uh, she came over one time to the house, and this is just the gist of the situation. I suggest go watch her video to get, like, all of the details. Yeah. Um, but basically, she- They're doing this recording, they were like, they were gonna record some, some stuff, and he has, like, a recording studio in his house, Mm -hmm. or in the Team 10 house, and, um, uh, he, basically, there's, like, I think, like, 10 people in the room, he goes over, and he just starts kissing her. Wow. And she's, like, at first, she, she, you know, she let it happen, because she kinda thought he was kinda cute, and, like, you know she kind of liked him so she let her she let him kiss her and then he takes her up into another room and they're kissing and stuff like that and she's like i'm fine with kissing but like he kept trying to like move her hands in places and she kept saying no like we're just kissing that's that's nothing else wow and i can totally see him doing this though basically he tells her If nothing's going to happen, then why are we here? Wow. Dude, because she's supposed to be a friend. This was the first time that he was ever, like, mean to her. Before, he was so sweet and so nice to her, actually. Well, of course, because he didn't get what he wanted yet. And basically, she said he stood up, pulled his pants down, and forced himself upon her. And made her perform a, an act yeah. on him, um, and she she says in the video that she couldn't even tell him no because it just happened so quickly, and she he knew because she had told him previously when he tried to put her hand and his hand places that she just wanted to kiss, yeah, that that was all, and um, so take a clue, and after he was done, he like stood up and was like, alright, let's go back downstairs. What? But, like, her hair is all messed up and she has things on her and he's like, she's like, no, can I go into the bathroom and, like, fix myself before we go? And he's like, no, and he got really mad at her. Oh, because he wanted everyone to see her Yeah, like that. He, he basically, what he ass. wanted people to know what he just did. Um, that was all that it was, was a brag thing to his friends. Like, ha, huh, I, got, I got her to do it. And, um, even though you didn't get her to do it. You forced her. Um, and so she she goes into the, his bathroom and is, like, fixing her face or and her makeup and her hair and stuff. And um, he takes her phone and was like, come on, go. And is, like, waving it around in her, in her face and stuff like that. And, you know, after that, she kind of just leaves. Yeah. And, well, he kind of, like, the... After they go back downstairs before, like, she leaves, she, like, was trying to talk to him about what had just happened, because from what she says, she thought that maybe he didn't understand that that was wrong, that because he was, like, so because he didn't, he seemed to have always gotten what he wants. He doesn't care that it was wrong or right. He he wanted it, so he took it. Yeah. Well, she just wanted an apology. She just wanted an apology. She just wanted to let him know That, that really hurt her feelings. Like, that, that affected her. A lot. And he just ghosted her after that. Never spoke to her again. Oh, my God. Some other people mutually in the house that were, she never named anyone else but Jake. Um, invited her back to the house. But she, but, you know, like, I guess either Jake said no, she shouldn't come. Or she didn't want to come. Because she was trying to get a hold of Jake to tell him, like, you know, you can't do that to people. Like, she didn't know if he fully understood what he had done was wrong. And see, I think that she doesn't understand what he did to the fullest extent because she's so obsessed with getting this apology that she doesn't even understand. He basically sexually assaulted her and didn't care it's not that he didn't understand he just doesn't care now she uh, now making the video she she just wants to let uh, she said in the video that she wants to let other girls that are going that want to go over to hang out with Jake or who are going to be alone with him to know that that is something that could happen like you need to draw that line in the sand like she just wants to tell people her story, basically, and, you know, some Jake Paul fans are, like, going at her, calling her, saying she's just doing it for fe- for clout, and it's, like, no, she's no, calling because- out someone, she, in the video, she was genuinely tearing up, she was, she was, like, she was, like, stuttering and not looking at the camera and shifting and playing with her fingers and, like, she genuinely seemed to be affected by, like, something that he had done. Yeah. Like, I kind of believe the story. And with everything that Jake Paul has presented in the past... Oh, yeah. um, It's... That... It goes... I kind of actually believe that he... I was... It goes with his personality. I, I made mean, a joke. It was inevitable. I was like, well, when um, the whole... Uh, <sighs> James Charles thing... I think I made a joke to you. Like, is that Jake Paul's next on the list of yeah. YouTubers to be canceled for, for sexual assault? And And I see that. I totally see that because, you know, his mommy and daddy has taught him... That's the way you should do. You want something, you take it. If somebody won't give it to you, you take it anyway. They, they, his parents have taught him that there's no consequences. Especially his father. His father makes his skin grow. I would love, I could go on just about his father. Because his father is problematic in a whole other way than Jake Paul is. He has made those two boys like they are. Yeah. Well, the mother allows it to. She's no better. But the father is just disgusting. Yeah. uh uh-huh. So that was what happens with Jig Paul. He is saying that it's fake and that it's convenient that um, she comes out with this story uh, four days before his fight. Oh, please! Fight. He's always fighting somebody. Um. He's always. But it you know, This is like a big fight or something like that. I don't know. I don't follow him. He's, is that the one where he paid the guy to get knocked out? no I did not hear about that <laughs> oh yeah this this big fighter he's an old fighter oh no 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 uh, people think that that happened oh, that's I not believe been confirmed it. look at the but, size but, and the size difference but mom the guy hasn't fought for so long and then he just had a freaking hip replacement <laughs> of course Jake was gonna win I mean if that's the only people Jake can fight well then that's all he can fight because he can't get anyone pro to fight him yeah Besides that guy. But, um, from what I understand, the WWE is trying to recruit him to be on the show. Yeah. But also, um, whatchamacallit, what's his name? Uh, Ed McMahon is a (laughs) pedophile and racist. Ed McMahon. The owner of the WWE. Oh, Oh, okay, okay. Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon. Ed McMahon's an old man. Sorry, I forgot. I got the names mixed up, sorry. (laughs) But Vince McMahon is a pedophile, a rapist, sexist... And I'm not afraid to say it. This is her beliefs. This is what—that's just what I believe. But there's evidence that he's racist and a pedophile and and sexist. Oh, he's very racist and very sexist. And and um and very problematic and all of that. And a Um, big old fat jerk. I get really heated when it comes to wrestling. I love wrestling. Um and Vince McMahon just makes my skin crawl. Anyway, (laughs) let's calm her down. I'm gonna put the other tr- the the I talked about putting a trigger warning in. Here's the other one. Uh, this is upsetting because I she made me watch this with her, and I don't rem I tried not to remember it all because it's disgusting, and I don't want my brain to think about things like that. Well, I'm about to tell you it all. So there's this girl in the Ukraine. Uh, I'm not going to say any of the children's names because I feel like that is exactly what the parents want in this situation. They want the clout. They want this scandal to blow up. And I just feel like in the future, these two children are going to look back on this and be like, what the hell did I let my mom do? Yeah. So I just don't feel like saying their names. I feel like people shouldn't use their names and blur out, and they should blur out their faces in the photos. I think it's both parents, both sets of parents. Except for the little girl's um, father, but I'll get into that. So there's this little girl, she Um, is, uh, I'm using air quotes, Instagram influencer um, in the Ukraine. She's eight years old. She has millions of followers. Yeah. Millions of followers. And, um, then there's this 13-year-old boy. He also has a lot of subscribers. He's not as popular as the little girl is. Um, but he's, he's pretty popular. He gained over, like, 100,000 followers just from this scandal. I can believe it. And they're probably all pedophiles. So, basically, the 13-year-old and the 8-year-old are dating and, oh, actually, no, they're not dating now. They're married. Yeah. Not legally married, but the parents have even bought them a home to live in, into in the uh, capital of Ukraine. Um, and they post, uh, in, um, the, Ucr- in the Ukraine, they have, um, instead of TikTok, it's called Likey. Yeah. Um, they post, they're pretty popular on there, and they- they post videos on there, and I watch some of them, and they're so gross. Oh my god, which she... it, it's, it's like, it's, it's, so... it's like him putting her out. It's like very sexually suggestive. They never. There is a photo of like them, like French kissing. Yes. And like, it's like tongue to tongue contact. Like his tongue's in her mouth, and it's disgusting. But a lot of the, the, I call them TikToks, but they're called likeies. the videos that they post on there are, they're not actually doing an act, but they're suggesting that they're going to do an act. Yeah. Like he puts her up on the counter and she spreads her legs open and then the parents walk in as he moves into her face. And, or like, oh my God. when the mom walks out of the room, then they like, you know, move into a, I just, uh, it's, it's so bad. It's so disgusting. I mean, and it, and most of it's because of her mom. Her, yes, her mother also has a Instagram. Um, She is supposedly the one... And his parents. Let's not forget his parents. Well, his parents don't... I don't believe they don't run his Instagram. That's all I have. But they are getting they the money from allow, him because... Yes, they allowed this to happen. Yeah. The little girl's father says that he does not want this to happen. That the mother is using this eight-year-old little girl for her only she doesn't have a job so this is her only source of income and he you know people have called the police and there's an investigation on whether or not um they're calling it child pornography because there are some photos that I haven't even seen but some people have said that they are even worse than the videos that we saw like they are so she wears such like sexually suggestive clothes and the way they have her pose it's like she's 8 like it's disgusting she's got he uh, just gross clothes on like I would wear if I were gonna go out to a bar and pick up a man you know it's like very sexual photographs very sexual like she's sitting they're sitting together and for for a split second I couldn't tell if it was his hand between her legs or hers it's just you know disgusting how do how do both sets of parents let this happen for the money that they're making I mean because they both of these children have sponsorships yeah, every video they said was sponsored with hers. Yeah, huh? on her Instagram is like pretty much every single thing is sponsored. And a lot of times it's sponsored like very adult things. Yeah, like things that just like
1: little kids shouldn't
0: be represented. Yeah. Um. Uh, something else that really someone pointed out in a video, and it really like bothered me, was some okay. There's a picture of them. And there's two boys, uh, one being the main boy of the story, and another boy, and then her in the middle. And the two boys are wearing skirts. Yeah. And uh, someone commented two gays and a lesbian on it. Yeah. First off, who are you as an adult person, I don't know if it was a man or a woman, adult person commenting on an eight-year-old's Instagram well, maybe Rude it was a kid. Maybe it was a kid. It? I, I don't know anyway, I'm just assuming you're an adult. but um, that's that's a whole other thing yeah but she the whoever is running this account for the little makes girl. it yeah makes it sound like it's her talking. So she replies um, I'm bisexual. She's, uh, uh, the boy is bisexual and I don't know about my, my boyfriend. Um, first off, she's hate. How does she know she's bisexual? Uh, oh, I get it. Like, some kids, they just know. They just, you know, from two years old or whatever, that kid's gonna be gay. Yeah. You know, you just, they just know who they are. But... Being bisexual is something is so complicated that it's yeah. so complicated for an eight-year-old to wrap her head around. Yeah. So I don't think I mean they should she shouldn't be sexually attracted to anybody at eight years old. Well, and and she also made a comment about he's not my first boyfriend. Yeah. That's and it's older like, than I am. How, why is her mother allowing her to date multiple? She, I wasn't allowed to date until I was. 17. 16. It's just... And even then, it was like, y'all can go to the library and meet. It wasn't like <laughs> living together. I wasn't allowed to go over to his house. I find, I find the whole situation so disgusting. And if they had sponsors, I wish everyone would just bombard them so that they would lose their sponsorship. And... Because this mother, this child is not making the money. It's going straight for the mother. No. They live in a really nice house. They have really nice... I mean, the little girl could dress in leather all day long. Every day. Yeah. Different leather. And I understand uh, the Ukraine has different laws. Um, and I, I was going to look up... I forgot to look up the age of consent in Ukraine. Um, I'm pretty sure it's not 8 or 13. Um, but, um, they legally can't be married. Um, but the parents are saying that this is true love and anyone who is commenting that this is fake are haters. Well, yeah, I guess I am a hater. I'm a hater of you allowing your child to be exploited. Yeah. Putting her in situations they that said, she doesn't want to be in. They said it. That- Uh, More than half of her subscribers are children. Yeah. So that's giving these children this warped sense of love. love Of relationships. See, children have, okay, I'm going to get into some psychology. I'm not a professional psychologist, but I'm a psychology enthusiast. Children have love maps. And the people and things in their Mm -hmm. life... Decide what their love map looks like. Yeah. And children these days, their love maps are being destroyed. They're being disintegrated, yeah. essentially. And warped. Because they're looking out there and they see, uh, um, you know... Kim Kardashian being just, married for 72 days. It just... I'm, we're using that as an example. They see her and it's like, well, it's okay to do that. Or they see this other 16-year-old girl, and they think, well, you know, I'm 13, but I can do that. Yeah. But, and they're, so they're jumping into these relationships that they shouldn't be in. Their, their, their parents are allowing them to be put in situations that they should not be put in. I mean, this, to me, is the same thing as that one TikTok girl who dated the 13-year-old boy. Yeah, the 18-year-old that dated the 13-year-old. That's that's exactly what it is it's it's wrong he, it's even, the boy the boy in his instagram bio says in love with someone five years young five years my age difference yeah and it's like fam how are you in love with this child she, you're 13 uh, you don't know what love is she's your little she could be your little sister you know, it's and all disgusting. the pictures look so creepy because he's gone through puberty. You can tell he has. Yeah, he's. Because he's, he's super tall. Yeah. For a 13 year old. I think he actually might be taller than me, to be honest. Yeah. I know I'm a midget, but. <laughs> she's not really, but she's short. She's <laughs> very short. But. She just looks so tiny in his hands, and it just looks gross. Oh, I know. It just and looks just, like gross. the way he holds her face, and it's like, and they kiss. You're a child. And, uh, and the handcuffs. The picture with the oh, handcuffs. The handcuffs. Uh. That that was really the picture that sparked the most controversy and really pushed this into the limelight. And I'm actually glad that it did because this would have kind of gone unnoticed. And yeah. I feel like. If this, did, this stunt didn't work out, because I truly believe it's a stunt by their parents to and it's get so more crazy. money. That, and that, and it's that's even their more child. cringy because these kids are having to do things that they shouldn't be. What 13 year old do- wants to date an 8 year old? What 8 year old knows about sex? Or how to look at the camera like that. Like, she's being instructed on how to look seductive, and that's just, just like, oh I want to Oh my up. god. I literally want to vomit. It's just disgusting. And um that's all we can say about it because I, I'm going to it's keep an it ongoing closed, yeah. thing and we're gonna do a whole hour about it, but that's all we know for right now. The um last thing, and this is probably gonna take up a good chunk of this yeah. because I have a lot to say about it. Um, um we're going to talk about the whole Sia situation. Because I feel like it does need to be talked about. Um. I think it should be more like Maddie Ziegler situation. Because Maddie has went from a destruct- destructive life. Home life. To Abby Miller. And then from Abby Miller to Sia. Right. Um. So. I know a lot about Abby Miller. I don't know that much about Sia. Um. I have a bunch of information on that. That's <laughs> cool. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I do think that Maddie is kind of the one that's being um, swept out of the rug. Yeah. Along with all of the autistic or, you know, the people that she's making fun of in this movie. Yeah. Uh, so she made a movie. Everyone knows about this movie, but I'll tell you. she made. Uh, See, I made a movie about... A non-verbal autistic girl named Music. And it's supposed to be about how her um, sister, who is a drug addict, uh, their parents die, and she has to now take care of Music. And she's played by Catherine Zeta-Jones No. No. Anyway. A very popular, famous actress. And, um... You know, there's all of these... The girl from Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she's supposed to... I do know that. I remember seeing the picture. (laughs) But she, um, there's all of these scenes that are supposed to be inside the girl music's head because uh, she can't speak. So, how she... Is that why she wears the funky thing on her The headphones? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think she's supposed to be, like, listening to music. Um the uh, guy from Hamilton who played Burr? Okay. He's in this as well. Um I How could they put their name on that? Really I really don't, don't know why he is in this film. Um and I'd like to hear his point of view on the film. I have not heard that I didn't yeah, see those that those two are like major role players. So the problem is she casted someone who does not have a disability. To play music well I think she does I, div- I, I, I think she does have a disability I think she is uh, very needy and very stockholm oh yeah she definitely has some Stockholm oh, yeah, um me. Oh, me, 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 but the oh. dog is like not wanting to talk about this um I should say as a person who does not have a disability um My point of view really doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, neither does yours. Um, I think that in order to understand the situation, you should go watch, there's some YouTube videos of people who are, um, disabled, or as Sia likes to call them, special abilities. Oh my god. Um, they're not superheroes, Sia. Stop it. Um. That makes them sound like they have, like... Superpowers! Yeah. That makes them sound like a cartoon! Like, call it what it is, they have special needs, they don't, I've heard from a lot of different people that they don't, you know, they want the stigmatism of that gone. Like, it's an okay word to describe them as. Okay, okay. Um, But you should go and look up some some of the YouTubers who are um, disabled, go and and, and hear their point of view on it, because I've seen a lot of really good ones well knowing knowing people who have had autism down syndrome different disabilities i i totally think that you know verbal nonverbal i've i've taught kids who have disabilities like that and everyone learns in their own way everyone's right. special though no one needs to be discounted and for See it to discount their feelings. The, the main problem that people have with this, well there's two of them. The fact that Maddie plays the autistic character. And is she just a, a horrible actress? And, well the main main problem is is how she has instructed to act. Oh. She's acting in very stereotypical autistic ways. Like slapping her head. She does that. I know some autistic people, some people do do that, but there's no explanation. There's no like, like, this is why she's doing this. And they use restraints in the film, which every autistic or disabled special needs person will tell you they hate that. That is something that they have not used in years they used to use restraints a long time ago and it's something that a lot of people get very triggered by yeah and she's making it seem like a good thing in the film well let's tie you up there and you stay there in the chair for hours the guy who oh now i'm i i literally forgot his name (laughs) um but the guy who plays burr in hamilton i'm just gonna call him burr um he gets on top of Maddie and is holding her down and is like, I'm restraining her with my love. Uh, And it's like, what? that's not it, fam. No, stop. Get some help. And Sia was supposed to have done three years research before making this film. Really? If she had, she would have known not to use restraints in the film. And, and also just like the facial expressions Maddie uses. Is like yeah that picture that you showed me that like she's, you said look at this picture and I was like what is that yeah she just I didn't looks, even know that was Maddie Ziegler she just looks like she looks you know how people who have never met someone who is autistic thinks an autistic person looks you know I have been around people who have disabilities before and they don't act like that yeah you know just chill um and tenacious they're they're I mean if once they get something in their head they they're very stuck on that situation but they're not I mean the people that I knew I could always just talk down with words just calming yeah words you know well, and the way the film portrays the girl music is, like, she's a burden on everyone. That, like, she's got this horrible disease, and it's Aww. affecting their life. And, and so every autistic kid yeah, sees that sees that. they're just thing. a burden on the world, and we should just put them all in this little box. That's horrible. Um, she said, see, uh, originally, she had this little girl, a nonverbal girl, who was supposed to play music, but she couldn't she didn't like the, the, the little girl um, couldn't she, she found her hard to work with because oh, Sia so didn't understand her so she, she well because her in the movie there's so many bright flashing colors and lights and, and, what? and anyone who knows anything about autistic people knows that that's not something they like they don't like that oh my god and um uh it's just, it's like, it's the way that they have portrayed autistic people as being a burden and scary even and untreatable and wow. this disease that upon the world, um, she even teamed up with an autism, um, organization for this film. Oh, that's good. No, it is not because it's the one organization oh, every no. single autistic person hates. It's called no. Autism Speaks. And they are about retraining autistic people. You can't retrain someone And somebody. curing them. I'm using air quotes. Curing them. You can't cure autism. It's not t- call, caused by a shot. And it's not curable. It's not but a disease. It's not, it's, it's not life threatening. You can train. I, I know personally a child who has a lot of problems that she had an abusive mother and an abusive grandmother, but now she lives in a halfway house. She has her job. Yeah, she, she can go life. out. And, uh, I mean, uh, what a lot of people just don't understand about people who are special needs. Is that they can have normal lives? Yeah. There there are there are autistic YouTubers. That's awesome. Who live on their own. Who do their own thing. Who manage their own money. Yeah. Yes, they have problems and difficulties, but don't we all? Yeah. They just think and see the world differently. And that's, I think what a lot of people just don't understand. It's like, yeah, sometimes it takes some, somebody... Just because someone doesn't act or think like you doesn't mean they're wrong. No. Everyone's different. That's what makes the world go round. Um... So, that's what I have to say on the movie, and you should really go listen to some people who are actually a part of the autism community, you know, to speak more on it. That's just my opinion. Like, I, as a person who knows and has seen, you know, as, you know, been friends with people who, who have autism, I'm offended for them. Yeah. I'm so offended for them. Um... Maddie, I wanted to talk about Maddie, and you know, um, sorry, technical difficulties. Um, I wanted to talk about Maddie because, um, the I think that Sia needs to um not just address the music movie but she needs to address some of the, these other little things yeah that's also going a little on. bit okay everyone knows that Sia found Maddie when she was like 11 years old she was in the chandelier music video and all this stuff and I even I watched because I, I used to be a big dance mom's fan um uh and I actually watched the episode where Sia goes to the, um, Abby Lee Dance Academy to find a girl to be in the music video. Or girls. And Sia was like, she's my star. She said from the moment she saw her, she wanted to cry because it was like finding a child. That she, a long lost child or whatever. And, um, she describes it as this big beautiful thing. And it's like, that's kind of creepy, dude, but okay. Um CS45 Maddie just turned 18 They Since the time she has been working on her Maddie's mother Her name is Melissa if you don't know You should know because I think out of everyone She should be mega cancelled Mega Okay. <laughs> and it's not even that I don't like Melissa, it's just the fact that she has allowed her daughter to be put in harm's way multiple times and seems like nobody cares about it. Yeah. So, by the... Oh, really quick side note. I forgot to mention this in the movie. Maddie was 14 when they filmed the music movie. Yeah. So very impressionable. Just saying. Um. And she says that she never wanted to film that movie. Yeah, I I heard something about that. that. She was scared that she was going to be hurting people who were autistic. Yeah. So, Maddie, at 14, had enough brain cells in her brain to say, hey, this was not good. Yeah, it's not not an okay thing. And all the adults were like, no, we're going to do it anyway. So... For background, for context. Sia is 45 and she just adopted two kids. Yeah. One ha- that has kids. One he's uh they, they ad- he ad- she adopted them when they were 18. Yeah, I heard I saw that on the And um they one of them has two children, and she's like going oh out of my God, I'm a grandma. Wait, a minute, the kids 19 and he has two kids. Yes. <laughs> They were in the foster care system and she adopted them apparently because they were aging out of it and they were going to be homeless, and so she just adopted these two boys. Okay. um So, okay, she has uh, another thing to point in just, you know, some fun Sia facts. She has a disease that I cannot pronounce. Yeah. Uh, Ilhers Danlos Syndrome? I think. Thing? That's wrong. Google it. Uh, it basically affects your joints and your blood vessel, the walls of your blood vessels and your skin. And, like, you know, like, if I were to scratch her, she would just bleed. Yeah. Like, it's very thin-skinned and stuff. So, um, that is why she she chose to cover her face. Because it, it oftentimes makes you, I guess, uh, she was just embarrassed about her face. Um, So that's why, like, for the first couple of years of being a uh, singer, she always had her that face covered. And that's okay. why she chose to have Maddie be in the music video instead of herself. Okay. Um, why did she choose to have Maddie wear a skin colored suit to where it looked like she was naked with a grown man? Because of our mother. That is not art. It's art. That's oh god, disgusting. It's oh my god, it's art. You're just judging. Whatever. <laughs> just kidding. Um, that's another thing that Maddie's mom should answer for. Why would she let her be in a music video with a person who is known to be very problematic and now Violent? Shia LaBeouf is being um, investigated in for for sexual assault. Yeah. And abuse domestic yeah. violence and her mother let her be in the room with this guy um she put her crotch in his face at one point when she wrapped her head uh legs around his head yeah i mean my kid wouldn't be like that no and oh my god i may be an overprotective mother but at least my kids are well <laughs> let's hold on yeah my kids mm, yeah ma- okay uh, Sia says that um, Maddie is like her daughter. She calls her, she calls her she, you know she refers to herself as Maddie's second mother. Oh, I'm and not- Melissa's fine. she says she said she did she said in an interview, if I can speak um, that she loves sharing her with Sia and she loves their cuddles that they give. Oh. she Maddie has slept in the bed with Sia. Isn't Sia married? Yes. Where's her husband? Well, when they were on tour. Her husband oh. doesn't tour with her. Okay. I don't believe it. But, um, oh. still. It's so really, really weird that her mother would just, like, allow that to happen. Because that's kind of pedophilic, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, even well, if she Melissa's didn't weird. necessarily mean it that way. Um. Yeah, you don't like Melissa, do She... Basically, my problem with Melissa is that she pawns Maddie off onto all of these women who are willing who make Maddie feel pressured. Yeah. From Abby to um to uh, well Abby and Gina if you don't if you never watch Dance Moms um Abby Lee Miller was her dance teacher and Gina is the instructor cause <sighs> Abby doesn't dance she just makes the dance. She's and like four or five hundred pounds. I, well, sorry, sorry, I'm fat too. Um, I'm overweight too. Heavy set I'm, people can dance too. Yeah, but Abby can't because of her joints. Yeah, she refuses she's to. She's so big. So because, Gina dances with the girls and shows. And she, Gina was like, she's like my little sister, and um, and everything like that. And um, then why are you making her dance six days a week, seven days a week? Why did she have to go home school? And and practically have like two hours a day homeschool, and rest the rest of the time in the dance studio until until ten o'clock at night. Yeah. And then there was a woman named Rachel Sage. Um, she is a singer. Um, Maddie did a dance on Dance Moms, and um, it's I think this uh, the the dance is called Cry. I think the song might also be called Cry, but it's a Rachel Sage song she used her and after seeing maddie dance to it it's like maddie's most popular dance yeah it's like the one dance that everyone's like that was beautiful yeah um it is a really good dance um but um she called maddie her muse uh-huh. as well and wrote a song well this in the show they make it seem like she wrote this song about maddie and it was it's called birthday or, or happy or something like that it's supposed to be but the actual song has, was written about a breakup that this woman, Rachel Sage, had went through, like, three years beforehand. And <laughs> it's, like, the touch of your skin and stuff like that. And it's, like, the fact that the show print makes it seem like, and she even says on the show, like, I wrote the song for you because you inspired me. And it's, like, you wrote a breakup song about a kid? A nine-year-old? because at the time Maddie was really young Yeah, she was like 9 or 11 or something like that so Maddie's Maddie's mother Melissa puts her in these situations and doesn't stop I'm not saying she doesn't love her daughter uh, but she doesn't allow her to be in situations that are good for her yeah Sia said said that she would adopt Maddie, and she uses one of her, like, things as saying how much that she loves Maddie as saying that she stopped her from getting on a plane with Weinstein. With Harvey Weinstein? With Harvey Weinstein. Maddie was supposed to... I don't know the situation. I'd like to hear more on this story as to why Maddie was supposed to be getting on this plane with um, Harvey Weinstein connected to the whole... Lolita Express Epstein situation. Wow. So um I would like to hear Melissa explain that. Yeah. And why was it that Sia was the one who was like, Maddie, you shouldn't get on that plane. Yeah. Where was your mom? Um She's supposed to be her manager. Her yeah. her Well, you know. she believe I believe she has a new manager, um, one that Sia got her. Well, I mean God, isn't she in a like a lifetime contract with Sia? I don't know, but Sia says that um the the whole movie thing it was she says that it's not ableist it's um actually um her not being um fair because she thinks that to pr- she wants to protect Maddie because she knows how hard the industry is <laughs> and um so she, she wants to keep coming up with these projects for Maddie to be in and you know she really wasn't ever gonna make this movie without Maddie and so the little girl was just a lie yeah or a pawn yeah um you know she could have made the project with Maddie but Maddie as like the little girl's sister or her yeah. best friend or oh, that would you know been cute. a non you know like a, like put <laughs> Maddie in there but not actually have, have to ruin the whole thing yeah or or, you know ruin her career well and I it's no wonder from what you said with all the flashing lights and all the music and all that stuff why she couldn't get this other little girl to work out because I mean she was probably scared to death every day yeah another excuse that she used is okay like in the in the story um the parts where you The bright, colorful scenes. Those are supposed to be inside the little girl's head. And it's supposed to be her dancing around. And it's supposed to be, like, how she expresses her feelings. So, she wrote it for Maddie. Yeah. So, she needed someone who could dance. And Maddie can dance. So, that was another excuse that she had. Um, basically, Sia is problematic. It sounds like she's really in love with Maddie. Um, (laughs) I think it's, um... And it sounds like Maddie is... I mean, how does she feel? Does she does she feel trapped? Does she... Well, Maddie... You know, Maddie says that she loves Sia. She loves... Sia's actually currently uh, quarantining with Melissa and their family. Like oh, my God. Sia lives with them now. Oh, my God. She doesn't even live with her husband. I think she may have gotten a divorce. I'm not sure. I don't know. That's but, creepy, though. Um. It's just... I, I have a main, the main problem with all of the adults in this situation. Because, yes, now Maddie's 18 and she can make her own decisions. But she has really been groomed into this... I, I need to follow whoever whoever the next woman yeah. is in my life. Tell me what to do. I don't know what to do. Yeah, she, she doesn't... She doesn't, like now when people think of Maddie they think of Sia and she's never gonna really have her own career because it's gonna always be linked back to Sia now, I heard that she wrote this book and I don't really want to read it because I didn't like her on Dance Mom I thought she was like barely talented and because of the, the conflict that she always had her well, and Melissa always brought conflict. You know, I mean, clearly there was so many other girls on there that were better dancers, like JoJo and well, and Chloe, and you know. Everyone. And then, sorry, go ahead. Well, and then leaving Dance Mom, she goes straight into this other mess, and it seems like she can't catch a break. Yeah, she doesn't know who she is. Yeah. She she doesn't know what to think. She doesn't know. I mean, now she's a little prettier, but clearly her younger sister was like the pretty one, the one that well,
1: you know. Yeah, she everyone, she was very
0: Maddie talks about being very self-conscious when she was younger and yeah. like a boy even like made fun of her teeth cuz she used to have buck teeth. Oh, yeah. And um, well she still kind of does. But um she's but, much prettier now. But and and so she clearly doesn't have a high view of herself. Yeah. And all of these women are willing to use that. her to piggyback their own fame and success. Exactly. And all of the girls who have been on Dance Mom said that the show would basically... They would tell one kid this thing and then tell the other kid this way. Just to make the, the parents the, conflict. the fight. So a lot of times I would watch it and I'd be like, Oh God, well Maddie seems kind of like a jerk. She's a bitch. Why would she just like, you know, let her friends be talked like that? But then I think she's a little girl and impressionable. And she probably wasn't even fully aware of the whole situation. Well, it's like, you know. And then at the time didn't realize that what was happening was super bad. Yeah. And because she grew up with that toxic... Yeah. lifestyle she's going to continue this toxic lifestyle with Sia. Yeah. And you know, Sia might have good intentions. What happens when Sia runs out of money? She's just gonna keep making these stupid movies and videos. I mean I know that she she likes to put her in all of her videos and things like that, but you know, Maddie's not gonna last forever. No. And Sia's money's gonna run out eventually it's just well she had another one of the girls from Dance Bombs in a video yeah but she but treated her really but it was just the really lyric bad. video it was just the lyric video for her thing and Sia didn't even show up yeah and I I was told that she treated her very poorly yeah very uh, well they away. treated her a little really poorly on Dance Bombs too yeah um I think the little girl's name is Sarah which is oh I know which one she's the tall one yeah she's like taller she's really toes. good dancer yeah I just, I think that the whole thing, I, I think that someone needs to sit down with Sia and be like, look, this is kind of weird. Why are you in love with this little girl? And also, you know, don't stick your nose, don't make a movie and try to make it about awareness of, yeah. of, of, in air quotes, a problem when, you know, you're but she has no idea what 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 the situation yeah, is. Yeah, like she she literally was talking about how great this um, organization is, Autism Speaks, and that's horrible. Even I know that. Autistic person hates them. Yeah. Like They not even I think it was like not even ten percent of the money goes to autistic families. Oh my god. It's all for research. Yeah, research. Yeah. Okay. But I bet the CEOs and everyone else gets only to go on vacation. one person on the board is autistic. Why? Of a twenty-nine person board, only one of them. The other twenty-eight are are not autistic. Wow, this is crazy. We live <sighs> in a jacked-up world, yeah. and I hate everything. And i want to just lay down and hug my dog beans oh and she wants you to too she really wants me to i think we've said enough and done enough Um, i think i've yelled enough we have another video coming out um it's a little more personal about our family um something that we needed to talk about uh, but it's just something that i dread talking about um we love you all. We hope you're quarantining if you need to. I hope you're being safe. Wear your masks. Oh, I know it's time to eat. I know. Do drugs? No, don't do drugs. Drink a lot of alcohol? No, don't drink a lot of alcohol. Go don't out without don't. a mask. Don't listen to her. Don't be a tiktoker. Don't be all. Okay, 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 okay. I'm sorry. Goodbye. That's how we saw. See it. That's how we saw it. That's how, that's how we see it. Goodbye. <laughs> this ending is very chaotic. <laughs>